What's up, Geekscape? Is hey, this is part two coming up, and uh, Carlos's audio gets a little wonky in this recording. Please bear with it. There's a lot of good content in this episode, uh, and I didn't want to trash it. So um, uh, please listen all the way through. We really appreciate it. Thanks. And I can't play it for more than like 20 minutes at a time because I just get really horny. I just want to look at hentai and jerk off. Welcome back to level 80 of the Geekscape Games podcast. This is E3 2016 special, the Norman Reedus Fetus Greetus. This is part two of our E3 breakdown. Uh, part one, we talked about all of the uh, stuff that uh, Carlos and Josh had to play on the floor. But now um, we're going to start with our favorite press conferences and all the other fancy releases that weren't playable demos. Uh, what do you say we get right into it? Go for it. All right. Oh, oh man. So my favorite press conference was the Sony press conference. Uh, I have completely converted to a Sony fanboy. I've left Microsoft in the dust. It's really weird. Um, it's 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 really weird. I don't know. I'm just. Um, were any of you guys actually there in the hall to check it out? No, I was the only one writing for the site that day. Uh, hey, uh, well, was that it? <laughs> Just uh, I was I was in the comfort of my uh, work office and watching it from there. Right on. Yeah. Right on. Um, so, I mean, overall, I it, it was my quick review of it was it, it was fast paced. Um, it was cut down to about an hour. I think a years prior it was like two and a half hours. Um, the talking was cut down. It was just game after game after game. Um, the the releases they had a lot of like really great releases. Um, we got a release date for um, what's that game that everybody wants is actually gonna be really bad. Detroit, Last Guardian. Um, uh, we got a release date for that. We got a Finally. release date for Resident Evil Seven. Um, and a reveal. We, saw- we didn't know Resident Evil Seven was gonna be announced until then. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was just Bing Bang Boom, just like Columbine. Super fast, just shooting things down left and right. Jesus, you just had to start off fucking, what? How many minutes are we in already? Two minutes. Oh, God. Right. At least hopefully everyone listened to the first half first before blocking us out. Yeah. But, Shane, yeah, I do agree. Uh, Sony kind of blew it out of the water, although my little complaint is that the majority of these games are in development and won't be coming out this holiday season, but we do have some of the games that are will be coming out near the holiday season, which would be The Last Guardian, which is on, what, October, what, I think 26th, or is it the 6th? I forget the day it's coming 26. out. I don't, I don't 26. remember. Never. 26, but, it was um, supposed to come out seven years ago. <laughs> actually, to be correct, ten years ago, but we're here now, so. It was a PlayStation 3 announcement, wasn't it? It was a PlayStation 2 announcement. 2 announcement. Yeah. No. Yep. I'm going to consult the Book of Knowledge last <laughs> oh, Guardian God. Wikipedia. We have another hour up in this, so let's do it. Anyways, yeah. I think you want- it, was, it, it, was, it was done well. Um, my other little complaint about it, although I did like the conference, is that they didn't show that many indie games. The Last was- Guardian has been in development since 2007, a year after the release of the PlayStation 3. Boom! Oh, anyways. We just got stumped. Uh, and that's why can't I stump the Trump podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, can't stump the Trump. Build that wall, <laughs> Trump can. Um, Trump yeah, chan. they didn't show that many indie games, which was a little concerning. Um, I was really bugged about that, but uh, you know, the, the announcement of Crash Bandicoot was fucking came out of nowhere. 
in saying that Activision is willing to give up that license just for this remake. But I don't know what they mean I, about that. I don't think they... So, my interpretation of that was they... It's in Skylanders. The, God, the, the, the energy of the audience <laughs> went... And then... Dude, I watched that live because, like, Megan was freaking out because she thought they were going to announce a new Crash Bandicoot. But I'll save that story for my take on this press conference because mm-hmm. I'm... If Carlos was the unpopular one with the Zelda analysis last episode, I'm going to be the one for the Sony press conference this time. Okay. We'll get to that. We'll but, get to that on my part of it. The, the yeah. energy, the fucking energy for that, um, <laughs> that reveal, like, just... Um, uh, I can't remember the guy's name. He walked out and his his he had like they had amazing 3D projection uh, at this press conference, but he had a his shadow was the sh- a silhouette of Crash Bandicoot. The audience was freaking out, just freaking out, and he casually was like, "We're remaking Crash One Two Three, uh, and um, our friends at Activision are gonna let us put him in Skylanders." Here's a trailer, and everybody was freaking out. There's people standing up and cheering, and then when it's like. New crash, but Skylanders, and then it was just like one guy going like, "Yeah, <laughs> dope." <laughs> and it was probably it was probably Bobby Kosick. <laughs> uh, I, I I'm not excited because it's you know Skylanders, and that's expensive. But well, Skylanders um, almost caused a miscarriage this week. Oh God! Geez. What? I'll, t- I'll tell that story later. Yeah, too. I'll tell that story later. Yeah. Okay. Um. But the the remakes are are dope. I think that's going to be cool. Yeah, that's cool. The best three. Hype to see Come it. on, can't go wrong with that. Hype to hype to see it. Hype to see it. I just wish uh, they gave that license back to Naughty Dog. Like, ah, God damn it! But they won't. Uh, even you know if they, they do, even if they would, I don't think Naughty Dog would be the one to do it anymore because they're doing so many other things now. It would most but, likely be how like with Sly Cooper, Sly Four was made by a different developer because Sucker Punch was doing Infamous. Yeah. Mm. Now. The one news, I I don't know. Some people were like skeptic. People were like, that was the dumbest thing to announce. Uh, How about that Spider-Man game? How about that Spider-Man game? It looks amazing, and since it's Insomniac, I trust that they'll do an amazing job with it. So much on them too, yeah. How, however, (laughs) that was such a it was such a like. However, there's like. I don't know, there's been so many open-world Spider-Man games since, like, over the last decade that it's hard for me to get particularly excited about it. It's, yeah. I mean, even, it's, even, with a, even with a developer like Insomniac, it still screams a one-day Redbox rental and then, cool, on to the next thing, you know? But I Second Son was really good. Like, they learned from all their mistakes from Infamous 1 and 2, and they just went, like, fuck that, and we'll, fix, we'll, we'll listen to everybody and fix all the shitty things that were making it annoying <laughs> from the beginning. It's, and now it's so and funny to me. Like, when it comes to Sony, I feel like you and me are a complete opposite world in so many things. Because I thought that Second Son kind of sucked compared to the other really? games. Really? Oh, man, yeah. I like Second Son. The other one sucked. I don't know. To like, me, I feel like the other one sucked. I liked Second Son, but I felt like it was a step down. I'll just say mm-hmm. that because we're not. It's not an. Inf- it's not an infamous episode, so I won't go into too much detail. But yeah, that, yeah. yeah that's on there. All but of I mean, our episodes are infamous for because of you. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna much. you're gonna get us on you're gonna get us on the no fly list. <laughs> I cannot. Uh, oh man, you better uh, fuck ooh. that up, Shane. You better keep it up. Gotta mm. keep it up. Uh, no, I'm gonna let that one slide. Uh, but yeah, so Spider Man <laughs> was announced. Uh, people seem a little hype, although I don't know how many times. So we'll, 
it's cool. I, I get it. I guess, you know, the last good Spider-Man was, what, Spider-Man 2 for, what, GameCube? I think that was the best one so far. And, uh, GameCube? Yeah, Ultimate, man, Ultimate cool. Spider-Man was oh, good, too. Oh, yeah, 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 But let's but, just all forget the atrocious Spider-Man 3 game, because that was... Oh, my God. Dude, that was really bad. That was really Dude. Bad. <sighs> and we can't, we can't talk about the Sony conference without talking about Hideo Kojima and his uh, Death Stranding 2. Like wow. um I I love I love how they it was like his 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 reveal was like super badass he was up on the digital projector and they like had like a, a stairs a, a, forming underneath him and he's like fuck it I'm Kojima I don't need no fucking stairs and just like walked past the animation it's like oh, fuck <laughs> um but it was so cool he's like I'm back it's like fuck yeah bud you are back and then we saw Death Stranding which I mean uh, I don't. I don't even know how to like Norman Reedus is back. He's got a fetus. There's like like BP oil spill. Like it like the trailer gave us nothing other than that it's gonna be weird, Kojima. Um I, and I, I think even I tried breaking it down, like to see maybe it was something to do with the apocalypse of some sort. Cause it it was, it was nano five. machines. Uh, okay, just making sure because I didn't know what the fuck those were. I was like, maybe it's the four horsemen. I don't fucking know. I don't know Kojima. Kojima's fucking weird with that shit. But yeah. it, it looked. It looks. I don't know what I the saw, gameplay is. Hold but, on, I'm trying right. to find. I'm trying to find the, the headline, but it was something to the effect of um, console. Ma- oh yeah, uh, the PlayStation PlayStation's boss. Uh, console manufacturers must take risks on developers like Hideo Kojima, and I think they uh, are going to. I mean, this it's going to be weird. It's going to take. Yep. You know, um, a million years to mm-hmm. actually come out, but mm-hmm. Norman Reedus is is with him, uh, and he has you know, a fetus. The Norman Reedus fetus, which greeted us. Um, it, it's I'm I'm excited for it. I, I want to see. Um, uh, and I don't know if it was you, Josh, but someone's like someone, someone over at Konami is just gonna start pumping out Metal Gear pachinko machines in retaliation to this right now. <laughs> oh, they already started, my friend. They already yeah, started. they released a Metal Gear three one too. Yeah. That MGS3 so, one. So it's safe to say that you're, both of you guys, Sony was your favorite yeah. conference. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of the God of War stuff. I'm just not. Oh my God, dude. That. What's wrong with you guys? It's like I'm, I'm complete opposite on everything that you guys are saying, including that. Sorry, but uh, go ahead. I, I'm, just, I'm, just not, I'm just not into God of War. And it's like they ran out of, it's like they ran out of like, you know, Greek and, uh, uh, mythology, like oh, let's go fucking in, in, infest the the Vikings, and it's like, huh. eh. I'll, I mean, I'll I'll defend that in a second, but so, um, your Shane, your opinion doesn't matter because you only watch Sony's anyway. But fuck you. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but Carlos, you said you watch all of them, and Sony was your favorite. Now, yeah. Before I get into my favorite, my favorite was Microsoft. I don't feel like Nintendo was fair to judge compared to everyone else because they promised all along they were only going to talk about one game and that's all they talked about. But and they I did personally have the direct. I mean, that was the whole point that they were going to do a direct video, and then they canceled it. I don't know if you guys knew that. That they, they had planned already a Nintendo Direct, and then last minute they're like, "Oh, we're not going to do that. We're going to do a full like treehouse thing." Because yeah, but the, I mean, tre- I, the treehouse I, the treehouse streamed for like two days, I mean, and they I announced heard... a lot of stuff. Well, well, it's yeah, like, but I don't want to see that shit. Like, I just want to see the traders and get hired and then be like, all right, I'm going to go line up and Nintendo. That's all I want to do. Well, it's like I heard, I heard like after the fact that they were considering a direct but went against it. But 
as far as like the public knowledge though um all of the official press releases as always i thought just said they were going to do a treehouse that only focused on zelda majority of the time but um but i mean that's aside from it like i have to eat crow personally because on the i've been very vocal about how much of a disaster i thought nintendo's strategy was and then fast forward to after e3 and pretty much every like zelda's what everybody's talking about for the most part so good job on them but I can't really judge it as a press conference because it wasn't a press conference. It was one trailer. Um, but I don't think that e- any particular company did so much better that it's easy to say, like, oh, this, like, Sony blew Microsoft out of the water or vice versa. But I had a lot of issues with the with what Sony's did. Um, ironically, you ended your piece, Shane, by saying that you did, weren't impressed by God of War. God of War... I've never been a huge fan of like I've enjoyed the games but I've never held them to the esteem that a lot of people hold them I just felt like it didn't do much different from your Ninja Gaidens and Devil May Cry's except those games were better for different reasons but mm-hmm. uh, and the biggest probably one of the biggest reasons was I really really disliked Kratos as a character so the thing that really grabbed me in terms of this God of War trailer was how much he seems to have grown in between games like he hinted at it at the very end of God of War 3 and now you're finally getting the character that they were kind of teasing at the end of God of War 1 before I personally feel like they just started milking it and made him angry again for no real reason just to give you an excuse to play a bunch of more games after the first one. But I was really excited to see how, like I was talking with about Zelda on the previous episode, it had enough elements to remind you that it's still God of War, but the game put the core of the gameplay was a lot more different than you would expect and it doesn't have to be because god of war is such a popular series but you know they had the behind the back um perspective instead of like the fixed camera angles you're using your axe instead of chains which makes sense because he lost the chains at the end of the third game what were, what were the what were the chains called uh, chains of olympus and then he lost those and then he got new ones that were called i think chains of athena and then got rid of those by the end of the third one but which is interesting because Athena was the only god, Greek god that was still alive at kind of still alive at the end of God of War three, and she kind of turned evil. So it, it'll be interesting to see if she comes back. But you know they have the new setting. Kratos seems to have grown from his experiences. He has a new family, and it's all really intriguing stuff. And I went. The Sony conference started on such a high note that I was like, wow, they're really impressing me with this God of War game. I don't see how they're going to how microsoft's conferences can end up being better than this and then a third of the conference was vr which i do not give a single shit about so it's like and a lot of the vr content they showed was either teasers that didn't tell us anything about what it was going to be like or it seemed like like glorified tech demos like the final fantasy 15 stuff just looked like a a glorified add-on just for to give it an excuse to use the vr like uh, uh, did, uh, go, go, ahead. Go, ahead. go go ahead go ahead George. Go. I was gonna say and then like stuff. Well, I was gonna move away from VR. Uh, so oh. if you were gonna talk about it, go yeah, ahead. I was gonna say how shitty of a job Sony did the appointments for that because uh, you had to bug them right when the show started and it glitched out a majority of the time. So I missed out on two appointments. Uh, one to check out the Batman VR and the other one for Star Wars. Just want to give a shout out how bad that was. So um, what what yeah. VR did you get a chance to check out? Uh, none. At all, because oh. I tried booking yeah, every single time, and they get fucking. Didn't up, they so. do it through an app this time? Yeah, like they you had to download an app yeah. and then schedule yeah. the appointments yourself. 
Yep. Yeah. It and like the sure. reports that I've the reports that I've heard from people who did try out the Batman one confirmed what I was thinking as far as glorified tech demo because they it was like all it was was detective mode and then you looked around and pointed at stuff on the ground that were clues but you didn't fight anything as far as I was told. And it was And it's only supposed to be like thirty minutes long, right? Yeah. Like the so, whole thing is supposed to be like super quick. So I mean that's why I I can't get it remind I love the Wii a lot more than a lot of people did. But it reminds me of a lot of the Wii stuff that came out, which was just like half-ass experimental stuff. And so if you're not into VR, like I'm not, a third of the conference was VR. Um, Detroit, I thought, I'm not a fan of David Cage games at all, and Detroit looked especially like cheesy, I thought. Um, Horizon looked great, Last Guardian looked great, but I stopped caring about Last Guardian after like the 10th delay, so it's hard for me to get excited about that. And But I think the thing, and then we talked about the Kojima thing where, aside from showing Norman Reedus is still in it, they didn't, t- and uh, giving us a title, we know just about the exact same amount we did a few months ago when we learned that Ko- Kojima was making something. Like, we know nothing about it, so I can't get excited about something we know nothing about that's probably not going to come out until the PS5 or whatever. But the thing that really took the most away from the Sony conference for me was the crash reveal. I thought that was completely botched in like the worst possible way. Like I said, like I was saying it was the most hilarious thing. Cause I watched my wife's expression go from ex- complete ecstatic, like this complete ecstatic mood to just her heart, just sinking into her stomach. Like immediately there was the second, the word remaster came out of his mouth. And we've talked about this before and yes crash is much more deserving of a remaster than a lot of the games that get remastered these days but i'm so jaded over remasters that i don't care what it is at this point like it could be wind waker it could be crash bandicoot it could be the last of us i don't care if there's a remaster on it i can't get excited for it because this generation's been feels like it's been more remasters than anything else like legend of k got a remaster and i don't even know anyone who played legend of k the first time (laughs) I don't even know what Legend of K is. Yeah, so, I mean... And the way they did it, like you were saying, Shane, he walked out with the Crash Shadow, they had the Crash set behind him. But the thing that a lot of people... I'm not hearing people really talk about this, and the reason why I'm not getting excited for it especially, is because they said they're partnering with Activision to make it. But the way they worded it made it sound like Sony themselves aren't really going to have anything to do with it. It sounds like Activision's going to be developing it, or one of their in-house developers. Oh, God. And they're very hit or miss. Like, Vicarious Visions is one of my favorite developers, period. But for every Vicarious Visions, you have, like, a Beanox who's very hit or miss. So depending who gets it, and if Sony's really not going to have any of their developers or any Naughty Dog people working on it, I'm... And especially because they're saying it's not going to be just a port and it's going to be, like, a built-from-the-ground-up thing. I'm really worried about how that's going to turn out. So, like, with Sony, for me, like I said, the VR... I can't say that they were better than Microsoft because Microsoft didn't like blow me away or anything, but they were consistent. Whereas Sony had a lot of ups and downs. Like I said, if you don't care about VR, a third of the conference was pointless to you. The crash thing really sucked the energy out of the room, like Shane said. Um, and I mean, like, I mean, uh, to, to go on the topic of Sony VR, there was a Final Fantasy 15 VR um, thing announced, and oh my god, like, uh, like. I'm not cutting you off, am I? No, no. Okay, I want to say in the, the VR before we uh, move on. But um, it started with, like, just your character looking at... That's that's the new female Sid, correct? Yeah, Sydney. Sydney. Just looking right at her tits. And it's like, it's like okay, 
<laughs> they actually Square did have they had a Naughty America booth that was packed the whole show. Well, I mean, f- dude, VR porn is like the future. I can't wait till I get a VR unit because I've got so much VR porn on my computer that just looks really weird right now because it's just anyway. Um, then the next VR was the, the Star Wars VR, which is that may be good, that may not be good. It's like X-wing it looked like fighter. Just, it just looked like a single mission mini game that was going to be attached to Battlefront. Honestly, yeah, uh, the Batman one. Uh, what was the other VR? It was Final like the, Fantasy, Batman. That was about it. I mean, there yeah, were some other interesting of... VR ones, but not from Sony that I saw. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Um, but, like, my, yeah, but then, finish your thought about Microsoft. But then, yeah, like, and I, there's not much to say about it. Because, like I said, Microsoft's... It didn't blow me away with anything except We Happy Few, which is probably my favorite trailer of the entire show. It was just so cerebral and creepy. Yeah, the game but in good. a But in yeah. a really, like, subtle way, like you weren't sure that something was wrong until it was like already too late and everything went to yeah. hell and it's use yeah. of like, it's, it's like the tension comes from not knowing what's real and what's not because of all the psychiatric medication you're on. So it's really that prob that in God of war and Zelda were probably in a three way tie for like trailer that blew me away the most. But out of the three, I would probably give the slight edge to we happy few because it was an original, you know, IP and yeah, it really I mean, gripped brought- me. You brought up We Happy Few. It was just, it was so, uh, it, it reminded me of Bioshock. It did, yeah. Yeah, that it was, was, it was yeah. really sure. Bioshock First Bioshock, too. First Bioshock. Yeah. And um, if the part, like, like when they were beating the um, the pinata, I'm like, pinatas don't squeak. What is going on? Mm-hmm. And then when, like, the drugs wore off on the guy and it was a fucking dead rat, it's like, holy shit. Um, but I looked into it. Like, this game is, like, you play it over and over again. Um, it's, um, like you'll play up until you die and then like, you'll play that, you know, the same sequence over again, but you'll keep your progression. Um, so it's like a, kind of like a marathon game, kind of like, um, Dead Rising. Um, no, not like Dead Rising. Like Stanley um, Parable. Yeah. Like Stanley Parable or like, um, like an endless runner game where you, um, will like upgrade your character and then hope you die, but you know, you kept all of your progression. So now this next time around, you're a little bit better, a little bit faster. Um, right. And there's uh, supposedly, like, if you look at a character too long, they get suspicious. If you sprint, they're suspicious. If you go through, like, different doors and they detect you're not on the, the, the joy drug, um, you'll be suspicious. Um, it, it's, it's making, like, I wanted, I saw that and I was like, fuck, I want an Xbox now. But it's coming out on PC and PS4, too. But it was, it was at the Xbox conference. Yeah, um, and that's and why too. Like the other game that blew me, that came the closest to like really impressing me was the Resident Evil Seven trailer. But I always feel like it takes a little bit away from it when it's a multi-platform game because it's like you don't yeah. need a PS4 to play it, and vice versa. But yeah, like everything that uh, Xbox did was. Oh no, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was um um uh, the thing that got me like the most stoked was um the like the announcement of crossplay, uh, and I really want to get into that. But finish your thoughts on the on the. Uh, I get we're, our outline is. Outline to fuck. Yeah. So well, I was gonna. I was actually gonna talk about that next too because every exclusive that they showed was a bigger improvement than I would have expected. Like the gear, yep. Gears Four looked like it had a hell of a lot more environmental interaction than any of the other ones did, which impressed me. And I'm not the biggest Gears of War fan either. Um, Forza Horizon. I, I, I'm a huge thing, fan. The best thing I the best thing I love about Gears of War is that Megadeth song. Oh yeah. <laughs> And then, like, Forza Horizon, I'm a big fan of, and seeing that they're doing this whole, like, off-road thing and where you switch between terrains mid-race, it lo- and we- I got to play it a little bit, too, and it it's 
implemented perfectly. It's like I'm really excited for that, and it's coming. Out, it's actually coming out really soon, which is surprising. Um, and then, like how you described Sony, I felt like Microsoft was the same way, where it was just like announcement after announcement, and all of it was positive stuff. Not all of it was like mind blowing, but um, on the subject of the crossplay. It was a really big announcement, and it really they were really like focusing on that the entire time. And while it was probably the biggest reason why I would mark them above Sony because it was nothing but good news the whole time, it kind of defeats the purpose of ever needing an Xbox going forward, doesn't it? Um, yeah, that's what I um I want to say, and let's we're jumping around a little bit, but we should touch on the Project Scorpio, which this um. There's both of the the main consoles are getting a, a kind of a product refresh with PlayStation 4.5 and Project Scorpio. Um, they both have the same that they're not going to be. Um, uh, 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 oh, what the fuck is the phrase? Like uh, segregating or um, fragmenting? They're not, they're not fragmenting their their market. Um, if you get a Project Scorpio, you're just going to get a better experience of the same game you're going to get on an Xbox One. Same thing with the PS 4.5 Project Neo. Um, what kind of got under my skin is that they used um, teraflops as a unit of measure, which is not necessarily the best way to um, uh, rank performance. And everybody was just regurgitating. I was like, oh, it's six teraflops. And <laughs> nobody knew what a teraflop was. I was laughing so fucking hard when they said teraflops. Ironically, that was their big show closer, and that was probably <laughs> the only thing. That was the only thing of the whole conference that I was like, really? That was stupid. Yeah, well, and, and, but uh. every news outlet, everybody was like, oh, it's six teraflops. Get ready. I guarantee you, nobody knew what a fucking teraflop was. And I had kind of like a really loose idea from back when I took, uh, you know, um, IT classes in high school and, and, and um, uh, got my networking certification. I had a loose idea of what a teraflop was, but I, had, I went and spent like, you know, you know, games journalism is dead. I spent the 15 minutes like teaching myself what a teraflop was. So anybody or, or anyway... Oh, gotta get off my soapbox. Fuck. It's 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 eleven o'clock at night and I'm shouting. Um a teraflop is an ability for a computer or processing unit to perform a trillion floating point operations a second. Long story short. Long story um, short, it um, gives you the perfect pixel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um uh perfect pixel, we're gonna get a beat em and eat em HD remake. Um VR? basically uh, <laughs> Um, more flops mean more math can be done in a second. Um, uh, a teraflop is just numbers getting crunched. Um, think of it like, um, shit, I mean, I don't know how to do, oh, more math can be done at once, which means that more, uh, polygons and perfect pixels can be calculated at once because rendering graphics is ostensibly just doing math. Um, but more teraflops doesn't necessarily mean faster performance uh it, our clock speed and ram is going to be more indicative of how good this um this um presentation or this 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 hardware is going to be because some of the newer um uh video cards from Nvidia that the 1070s and the 1080s um can do more teraflops than like their juggernaut card the Titan but the Titan still outperforms them so it's not eh, they're not mutually exclusive like more teraflops doesn't necessarily mean better performance which kind of got under my skin because 
everyone was like, oh, six teraflops. Like, yeah, I, teraflops? I sat through that whole ending of that presentation and just was thinking that this is just a bunch of PR bullshit to confuse people into thinking it's great. And yeah. the whole time I'm listening to it and just thinking we're going to get another 3DS, new 3DS situation where you'll have games that technically work on both, but they're complete shit on if, the if older on the, model. The, the older skew, the older, older skew. Yeah, so I mean, that was that was really the only negative point I found in Microsoft's whole conference. So I um, guess it's and, too... Um, I, I, and I do want to point out that the Xbox Slim doesn't have a Kinect port on it. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I mean, yeah, they all but abandoned it anyway. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's gone. Um, but the big thing from Project Scorpio was their, um, their cross-platform, uh, the games across all platform experience, which they said when the Xbox One was coming out that Windows 10, Windows Mobile, and um, uh, the Xbox, you are going to be, you can write one application for one system and it's going to be playable on all of them. And this year was the one, the conference where they're like, okay, you buy something on Xbox, you're going to play it on Windows 10. So if you have, if you have a, a, a computer and um, that's on parity or better than a um, and what's in an Xbox One, you're going to be able to play Xbox One stuff on your computer. So there's really no need to buy an Xbox One at this point if you already have a PC. Yeah, that's the weirdest. I mean, it's like you said, a very 180 to a couple of years ago when they were trying to DRM their console. Oh god, and, yeah. And like, it's a very, very, very pro consumer move to where if you buy it digitally, you'll have a copy for both. Yeah, um, it'll it's crossplay. Your profile and achievements were or will be able. And when to I heard when I heard cross forth. when I heard crossplay, I just thought of that cross dressing cosplay movement. So I was a little confused. Yeah, but I mean, this is even better because now you get all your games wherever you want but again it seems counterproductive to in the business sense because now why do you need an xbox yeah um and frankly for me you know i i pc master race i my plan for my next big upgrade is get a new power supply get the new um amd cards that are out and get an, an xbox controller an xbox one controller which there's there's rumors or speculation that to play these games on the PC, you're going to need an Xbox One controller. The same way that um, the remote play for the PS4 that's on Windows 10, you need to hook a PS4 controller up to your system, which is kind of, I guess, like a hardware key and unlock. Right. So there's speculation that they might have that. Um, so my DualShock 3 hooked up to my Wii U Pro Controller USB cable running my like hack software. Probably not going to Probably not going to work. Yeah, and like the last thing before we move on to, you know, our games of show and all of that is, as much negativity I spread about VR, I want to play the shit out of the Eagle game, the Eagle's Flight. Yeah, I, I did you see I, that? I've seen none of it, and uh, I know Carlos is about to like doze off and fall asleep because, unlike you and I, he works for a living. Um, Let's. Um, I mean, no, but, I guess but, just want to like. Uh, we, we can talk about that. Uh, Shut saw, the fuck up, Josh. I saw that, <laughs> I saw that in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that game, that demo, that live demo they did um, was really weird, and it looks like it gives you. Uh, if I was to play that game, I'll get. I don't know if I'll be okay. I'll probably get vertical, like pretty sick, pretty quick. <laughs> it looks it's, fucking a clusterfuck of just shit. I'm like, what the fuck? This it, game. How, why would anybody put their four friends to be like, yeah, we should all wear this VR headset? 
and play fucking birds and all throw up at the end. Fuck. Not just that. It's it's bordering on so bad it's good territory to me because like you said why would you gather four like four headsets four people all of that but you're playing you're playing as a po- you're playing in a post apocalyptic world where all humans are extinct and eagles shoot fireballs at each other while racing after rabbits. Oh man, sounds that's about a right. ne- that's a new step of evolution. I feel yeah. like we're on the right track trying to run the bald eagle extinct because otherwise what they're gonna kill us all. PlayStation launch game with the dragons. Spyro. No, it was one where like you like ch- the six axis, and it was like a oh, terrible Lair. game. Lair, this is like fucking Lair. Except Lair no one's game. telling themselves that this is going to be any good. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, Carlos, we kind of like railroaded you, and went all you know. Uh, is there anything? Teraflops. Yeah, teraflops. I got. Um, is there any teraflopies you want to touch on? Uh, I guess this part two is going to be drastically shorter than part one. Yeah. Um. Microsoft-wise, I think it was okay in the conference. Uh, I already knew they were gonna talk about Halo, Gears of War, Forza. Did they talk? Did they talk about Halo? Halo uh, Wars. Halo Wars. Halo Wars. Halo oh. Wars. And that the beta's out. AKA, you be the QA tester, so we don't have to pay the other QA testers to trial on the bugs. Uh, I wish every company could stop doing betas, because um, that's your guys' job, not our job, to find the fucking bugs. Yeah, and uh, I think that's a bad, really bad uh, business practice, and eventually people are just gonna get tired of that bullshit. So uh, I try not to be in betas. The Pokemon Go, just because I want to be ahead of everybody and just be the fucking Pokemon master. But uh, betas like Halo Wars Two, that is really cons- that con- that's like worrying me a lot because every game that's come out so far, it's like you want to be a beta, just go and pre-register the game, or it's free now, but it's like. So you're saying you run out of QA testers and you need humans because you can't find the bugs. Yeah, they don't want to pay QA testers. They don't want to pay the QA testers anymore to find the bugs. It's just like bullshit. So I don't know. If you're listening, if you're a listener, I, you know, you probably don't look at it that way. You probably look at it like, oh, I get the first, like, juicy details of the game. You know, but it's like, <laughs> that dude, like, no, you don't see that they're just using you and you're going to fall for this whole thing that's like, oh, it's a community thing. Like, no. They have the money to pay QA testers, but they let them go because they're like, fuck it, why do we need them? We can have the community tell us like, what bugs and what everything's going on. So Yeah, that's true. Sucks, but uh, you but know, on the other hand, we got Tekken Tag for free. That's true. Uh, and I'm, the only one game that I'm a little jealous that Xbox people are going to get is uh, Cuphead. Uh, it's a beautiful game. I think it's is cool. that is that exclusive? Yeah, it's exclusive from Microsoft. Well, yeah. get it, time to build a gaming PC, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's great. I, I I was able to talk to one of the artists for the game, and kind of talk about how the creative freedom for that game and how much they were. Uh, I didn't know they had to go through so many companies before Microsoft gave them the green light about Cuphead and. I'm glad I did. I got to play about 30 minutes of it, and the game is pretty cool. If you do the platformer one, it's more like a Contra-esque kind of game, and then when mm-hmm. you do the flying levels, um, it feels more of an R-type kind of game. Where you kind of just go up and down, and hmm. it's it's really interesting. Um, even on easy, it is very brutal. Uh, I played all the levels on easy, and I was getting my ass handed to me, and it was yeah. so hard. It's essentially Contra. Yeah. Hands down, hands down. Depending on which boss, though, so some bosses play different. Um, some levels would be more of an R-type, Gradius kind of level. 
Uh, other ones are like very... oh R type. I think you're saying art type. No R type, like the the, the uh, shmup. shmup. Yeah, shmup. A shmup. A shmup. So uh, um, on my radar. Yeah, it's on my radar. Yeah, it it looks it looks pretty dope. Um, uh, you know the, the the big announcements for me seeing Detroit um become human. I've never been into a David Cage game. Wow. I, I really liked Indigo. I really liked Indigo Prophecy, you, and it's you, awesome that they're doing HD Indigo remake. Prophecy for the PS4, right? They're remastering that one too. If you didn't cut me off, you didn't let me finish my sentence. Fuck you! I'm sleepy. <laughs> Lay off. I'm about to build a wall in this podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, well, that's awesome that the remake's coming. Um, but never been to David Cage games. This one looks fucking dope it reminded me of blade runner um a lot um so i'm gonna be totally um us what angry bananas josh why are you typing things because he built a wall ah oh! <laughs> get it god damn it get oh it. get it i get it i get it, it um yeah yeah i did uh i'm stoked for detroit you guys into that at all fuck no looks stupid <laughs> i said that already <laughs> All right, well, uh, Dead Rising 4 announced trailer. Super funny, super sick. Um, I think that the humor from uh, Dead Rising 1 and 2 are, is back, and that's well, that's what the game needed. It, it needed to have, like, candy cane crossbow guns. Yeah. Um, you know, and, I well, I mean, the humor, wars, that, humor right? was still, that humor was huh? still in 3, though. I mean, the story, the overall story was still was more serious, but they still had stupid weapons like that. But th- did they have, like, power armor and, like, electric-powered go-karts? Like, the go kart part, yes. The armor, no. The armor is new oh. before. Oh. Um, and then steep. Like, why is Ubisoft all about the open world shit right now? They they have the crew. It works so well for Watch Dogs and Unity, so they wanted to expand it. No, I mean like um, they have the crew. They've got division. They've got that Ghost Recon's like Wildlands coming up, and now they have steep, like an open world like extreme sports Doritos commercial. Yeah, like Doritos and like Mountain Dew and Monster Energy and Red Bulls and product placements. I'm kind of interested to see where it goes. Um, but you know who who the fuck knows where it's going to go. Um, uh, Titanfall Two is amazing. That it's coming to all platforms. It's going to be great to see that uh, PS4 owners are are hyped to get it. Um, the prey the prey trailer looks fucking sick. Reminded me a lot of Edge of Tomorrow. That's another um, one though, like Resident Evil Seven. I'm glad that it, it looks great, but it looks nothing like Prey. So yeah, well, I mean, it's not Prey. It's like the same company in name only, but yeah, um, there's gonna be there's gonna be no Art Bell uh, uh, in it. So I mean, that game was uh, Portal before Portal was out. So I if I'm hoping they at least bring that back. But whatever, I'm it's, yeah. I'm still excited. Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm excited for it. Uh, I'm just going through the list uh, shit that like s- stuck out at me. Um, Trials Fusion? Or, uh, no, no, no. Blood, uh, Trials of the Blood Dragon? Trials of the Blood Dragon. That's something so crazy that I didn't know I wanted, but now I want it, like, all the time. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, Blood Dragon meets Trials Fusion, which is absolutely insane. Uh, that, oh, oh, and the new fucking uh, Nintendo IP. Um, oh, what the fuck is it called? I, I'm looking for the list. Um, uh, Ever Oasis. It's their new RPG. It looks like the perfect combination of Monster Hunter... Earthbound, not Earthbound, um, Harvest Moon and um, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, and it's being created by Grezzo Entertainment, which is Koichi Ishii's um, company, and if you're not into, you know, 
who random Japanese uh, syllables are. He pretty much made uh, he 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 produced Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy two, three, uh, eleven, Secret of Mana series. He cr- invented chocobos and Moogle, Moogles, and he created the job system for Final Fantasy. So if you're a big fan of Final Fantasy five and like the similar job system in it, um, you should be on board with that. You know what other game uh, they made? Flower Town. Flower Town. <laughs> <laughs> no, but man, we're yeah, but I mean that about covers it. Um, so real quick, just to name our favorite parts of E3, I wanted to make sure I got your guys' opinions on trailers of the show and games of the show. So I mean, Shane, you're probably only trailer since you weren't there, but I, we'll start with you on your trailer. My trailer of the show. It's a tie between Dead Rising 4 and um, probably Breath of the Wild, and with a close runner-up of Detroit. And then Carlos? Uh, Last Guardian is up there, and I wish they had added Gravity Rush's 2 trailer, because I think that was sick, too. And um, I'm trying to think of... Uh, dang, you know what? I think those two, yeah, those two are up there for me right now at the moment. Yeah, and then I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but um, my trailers of the show had to have been, it was like really close between God of War, Zelda, and We Happy Few, but just because of the shock value and because I knew nothing about it before yeah, we saw yeah. it, I would give the slight edge to We Happy Few. But I do want to give a special um, special mention to Mafia 3, which I talked about yeah. this a little bit on the previous episode, but... I'm so excited for this after seeing everything that they ha- that 2K had to present because the pr- you know Did the they previous- have a press conference? No, but they had uh they had like uh their own booth and that kind of stuff and they had trailers running all day. So wow. um but like I had no idea how this game was going to be, but apparently I'm I was like kind of done to death with the whole playing as a f- as a low-level mobster who rises through the ranks which all the other mafia games have been. This one you're like playing as this Vietnam vet who was part of like a black gang who got double crossed by the Italian mob in the sixties. And then you're dismantling the mob by bringing together like uh, all these other enemies of the mob to help you like take them out like piece by piece. And that's such, such a much more interesting take on the genre I feel. And it's a, it's very much a period piece. So they're just talking about how they're going to deal with, it's like in a fictional New Orleans, but they're going to deal with... New like, Orleans! But it's like going to deal with racism at certain aspects, and... Um, JFK. JFK, and all that kind of stuff. And then the most interesting thing about it to me was, you have three lieutenants working under you who are the people that are helping you take them down, and every time you take over a district, you have a meeting with your lieutenants to decide who gets to run it. And depending on who... You'll end up unlocking missions that not everybody gets to play depending how you divide up the land... And the example they showed us in the behind-the-scenes trailer was, like, if you sh- completely shun one of them, they'll end up, like, double-crossing you, and then you'll have missions where they tr- where you try to kill them before they turn on you or they turn on you and you have to stop them. That gives me, like, mad crackdown vibes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, I mean, that was all really interesting. Um, I'm That's also an honorable mention. So then, aside from that, uh, we'd have to go to games of show as far as games that we played. So, Carlos, we'll start with you. Um, actually, you, you go, you go. I'm still thinking about it right now. Okay, so mine, my game of show is like a two-part answer. 
um, overall, I would have to give it to Zelda, which I talked about extensively on the last show. Um, but just from a pure fun factor aspect, I would have to give it to Dead Rising 4, surprisingly. It ha- that was Dead Playables? Yeah. Oh, wow. And it has everything that Dead, Ri- Dead Rising 3 was easily my favorite in the series. And this has everything that Dead Rising 3 had, but better. It has that Christmas theme. So a lot of the weapons are Christmas, like, are Christmas themed too. Like a ornament launcher that where the ornaments blow up on contact or the candy cane launcher, like you said earlier. And like with the addition of the exosuit, it gives Frank, and like, that's another thing. Frank's the protagonist again for the first time since the first game. Like he's appeared in spinoff DLC chapters before, but this is the first time he's the main character again. So he, um he gets this exosuit that makes him stronger and there's certain weapons that he can only use while wearing it. So there's this one that's like Christmas present boxing gloves that he can only wear in that suit. And you just start punching the crap out of them with oversized uh, out of the zombies with these oversized, um, uh, presents. And then there's other things like you can pull parking meters out of the ground and like the concrete stuck to the bottom of them. And you just start swinging them like clubs. Um, and then the the vehicles that you can mod are also coming back where one at one point I put like a turret on top of a car and then drove the car while the turret shot everything around me. So it's just absolute insanity. But the thing that surprised me the most is that this game... Virtual also... insanity? No. Jamiroquai what? is nowhere to be found in this game. Oh, well, that's going to be our end song now. <laughs> but the big, the coolest thing about it was that the game actually takes place in Willamette, which was the town that Dead Rising 1 took place in. Mm. But mm. you're going to it's going to be outside of the mall. It's going to be the whole city, but not only is it going to be the whole city, but the person that was demoing it confirmed that the mall is also in the game. Like the entire mall from the first game is also Jesus. in. Jesus. Oh, wow. That's cool. And you're going to be able to like um like Dead Rising 3 how it was like a big open city. This is going to be a big open city which is going to be bigger than Dead Rising 3. Plus, the mall from the first game is in the game in its entirety also as, like, an interior environment. So it's looking to be, like, a huge, huge game. Yeah, they're pushing it. That's bigger than all the other ones, which still has the gameplay improvements from Part 3. And then, plus, they brought back the photography and they added selfies where you can manipulate Frank's expression with the analog stick before you take the picture. So it's like all those little things really made it just over-the-top fun, and I'm really excited to play it when it comes out. Cool. Hmm. Um, I think uh, I'm really uh, I'm on the fence, but it's uh, it's between on the wall. God damn it! <laughs> I walked into that one so much. Mm. Um, I, I I like what they were showing for um, DSX, the new DSX. I'm super hyped about that. Uh, I did like the previous one that came out recently for the 360 a couple years back, but I'm really hyped just because of just the moral decisions and I'm liking the, just kind of the things you could do in the game and kind of what they've mentioned so far behind closed doors is the kind of the gameplay of it. It looks great. It looks fucking beautiful and I love that world maybe because I'm a big fucking nerd for the Matrix and has mm. a little bit of both sides and it kind of trickles down to kind of just like this open world, kind of open world, almost linear, but you still have those choices that you had pre- on the previous games, which is you can punch the shit out of anybody, which I'm glad it's back because I like punching random people in the face. And uh, I guess now the boss the boss battles are a lot more balanced out from 
you, and control. supposedly you can even talk your way through boss yeah, battles so now. It's, it's pretty legit that it's it's it looks it looks. I don't know why that hasn't been talked about any outside of E3 so far, which is weird. It's really weird that a lot of people talked about it since you know I guess Legend of Zelda is up there, but I think that's like my most uh, game of the, like pretty much one of the games, and then coming second is uh, Final Fantasy 15. And I guess there could be Zelda. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the gameplay, but not so much. Like just the fact that we're not even shown the NX at all. But uh, God of War 4 is up there too. Uh, man, I really want to play that game already. Um, I know some people don't give a shit, maybe because it's not back in the whole Greek theme of it. But uh, it's fucking God of War. Like you can't, you, you can't go wrong with that shit. You know what I mean? It's like it's there and it's gonna be fucking dope and. Wasn't there like a really bad God of War game? Uh, um, not, Ascension kind of sucked. Yeah, but not Chains of Olympus. That was actually pretty good. Hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, and my, I guess my, I mean, I've only played one game of E3, and it was Resident Evil Seven. So. So I guess that yeah. would be yours. And then, yeah. um, I, I can't. We can't finish this episode without me telling the Skylander story. Um, oh yes, please, jeez, dude, <laughs> fucking shit. So, um, oh, actually, before I move on to that, there was one game that I watched that wasn't a trailer exactly, but it was like a hands-off demo that I got to see. That I just to run with the theme of the show, I what, cannot forget to mention point? this. Oh no, the close. Okay. It was Super Dimension Neptunia versus Sega Hard Girls. <laughs> yes, here yes. we go. Here we go. Here we go. And it was great because I'm not gonna talk. It was great because it's just full of gaming history, stuff that I never even knew about some really obscure companies, and it's all integrated into the story and the dialogue in the game. So that's all I, I'm going to say. I do, I do want to say that I've been playing that Senran Kagura game on Steam, and I can't play it for more than like 20 minutes at a time because I just get really horny. I just want to look at hentai and jerk off. <laughs> wow. Was, uh, that was a lot more blunt than I was expecting it to I'm be. I'm going to build a wall around you, Shane. You're going to have a reverse immigration problem and everyone's going to be moving to Mexico just to be out of the country, <laughs> not to be in the same country. <laughs> well, I'm not even part of America. I'm Alaskan. Hello? Shit. I think we lost them. Oh, my. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit, we lost them. Oh, oh my god, you know what? You know what? No, that's it. That, that that's that's it. We're done. We're that, that, do, do we do we get them back or do we just end? Do we get them back or do we just end? You're the one that's sheepy. Uh, we could keep going. I could keep going. Okay, well I was gonna say like. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We're gonna. We're, all right, we gotta put a break in it at the. Okay, so Skylander story. So, I was leaving a like behind closed doors demo of the new Skylanders, and at the entrance of Activision's press room, they had like a bunch of the new Skylanders in podiums on display to take pictures of, right? Mm-hmm. So, I was going down the line taking pictures of each podium, and at the very last podium, there was a guy standing in front of it, talking to somebody. So I asked him nicely, I was like, "Excuse me, uh, could I take a picture?" And he didn't break from his conversation. He just backed away. He just backed away from me to move out of the way without looking at what he was doing. And I swear to God, it was like a cartoon where 
you know, in cartoons when there's like a museum and they back into like a vase and it creates a domino effect where they destroy all the exhibits. Oh my god! That's exactly what it was, and it felt like it was in slow motion to me because <laughs> oh he backed god, he backed dude. into the Skylander display, and then that one fell into the next one, into the next one, into the next one, and the entire display except for the one I was taking the picture of was like on the floor. The podiums oh. are broken. The Skylanders are all over the floor, and the Activision people are freaking out. But did you steal the- any? No, but I was tempted. I don't want to buy Crash, so but I do want it. Mm. But um, but to top it all off, at the end of the domino chain was a pregnant woman. <laughs> so, so the podi- the last podium Jesus. fell and it wasn't like a tall podium or anything, but it hit like the last podium fell on the pregnant woman. And she Jeez, was like apparently in a lot of pain after that. And they had to, like, lay her down on their couch and stuff, and they were freaking out, and they're like, oh my god, call the paramedics. Like, you know, this pregnant woman was hurt when these things got knocked over. Oh my and god. And security's flying all over the place, paramedics are rushing in, the Activision people are trying to round up the Skylanders and get the, the shelves <laughs> back up. And I'm like, holy shit. And the picture wasn't even that good, so it wasn't even worth it. <laughs> And then the wow. dude, the dude, the dude just casually walks out of the room and keeps his conversation going with the person like outside the door. Yes, yeah, what yes, a shithead. lovely, <laughs> lovely, lovely, lovely. Uh, uh, and that's so a guess... top off an incra- uh, crazy E three week, which apparently, from stories I've heard, included someone falling down the stairs and busting their face open, Good. a giant chocobo statue that people were climbing on to take pictures of, and could have very easily led to someone falling off of it. <laughs> And apparently someone in the industry got drugged at a party. Yeah. So this has been a really, really weird E3. Man, just goes to show you what kind of person I am because my knee-jerk response to hearing somebody getting drugged is, Yeah! (laughs) (sighs) And that was episode 80. (laughs) Um, In lieu of our typical... In lieu of our typical... We're done. We're done. done. No, we're done. This is... is because what? our our mission objective is going to be what we just answered, which is what was your game of E3? Okay, all right. Well, I was yeah. All right. So uh, as always, you can find us on Geekscape.net. Follow us on Twitter at Geekscape Games. I am at Shane O'Hare on Twitter. SS Jakin on gaming platforms. And I am at Inu Joshua. Just about everywhere. Um, uh, Angry Bananas mostly everywhere. All right. <sighs> See you guys back here next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. I'm really sleepy. Bye. 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 Bye.